and the home home. And we're back. We are back. Like we never left. Human sushi. Episode ninety one. Ninety one, dog. Yeah. Wow. Ninety one. Yo, we've been doing this for quite a while. We gotta do best albums of nineteen ninety one by the end of this episode. Oh shit. Best hip hop albums of nineteen ninety one. If you any remember that, that by the end of the episode, I'm gonna give you super dot. Yeah. I'll remember. <laughs> Watch. Mark my words, people. I'm I'll drawing remember. a complete blank right now. All I can think of is like KRS. Was that 91? Oh, we're going too far, too deep. KRS, too 91. Yeah. No. Uh, 91, Red Man's first album was 92. 91 was uh, Cypress Hill. Correct. Mm. Cypress Hill. I might get my vote. That might be mine, too. Yeah. That might be the, the first Cypress Hill. Yeah, first Cypress album. Uh, what else? We got to look that up before the episode is over. Tribe Called Quest dropped in 91, too. Mm. Yeah? Um, Which one? It wasn't, that was the first album. It was 91, wasn't it? The first truck, yeah, you might be right. You yeah. might be right, yeah. I give it to Cypress. Yeah, for sure. For me. I like, yeah. my, I like gutter shit. Onyx was 92, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. I think Cypress got it. Yeah, Boom, yeah. done. You, you think Next. VH1 will ever do like a tribute to Cypress Hill? The question I don't is, know. has VH1 done a tribute to Cypress Hill? Listen, Cypress Hill is one of my favorite groups of all time, bro. I think like their first three albums are all classic. I think the first two. The first two? Yeah. Temples of Boom didn't do it for you? Not really. No? No, they made a sonic shift in their audio, and there was some questionable tracks. To me, personal preference. I like Temples of Boom. I like it, too. Yeah. My favorite is Black Sunday, though. I love the first one. Obviously, the first one got... Your favorite Cypress album is Black Sunday? Yes. The second album. Okay. I love the second album. You like it better than the first album? The first album got the bigger bangers, you know what I mean? Like time for some action is <laughs> I was like word. But the but Sawed the, off shotgun dude, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like the darkness of the second album. Like the second Cypress Hill album reminds me of like the second Redman album. What's that psychedelic funk type? So unlike you. Psycho beta. What? So unlike you. <laughs> Why? To like the darkness of it. Oh, I see what you did there. That was like sarcasm, right? You are Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know. I know the first one is, like, the one that's more highly regarded, but I definitely... Yeah, the first one, like, even the first video, like, changed my life. Like, that shit. Them walking backwards to the streets of Brooklyn, and, and everybody thought they were from New York. You know, Get a little closer to the mic. Everybody thought they were from New York, because mm-hmm. Cy- there's a neighborhood called Cypress Hill in New York. Right. So everybody right. thought they were from there, and then they shoot the video there, and it was, it was, like, I don't know, man, that shit was, like... Dope. And then that was, like, the first album where you're, like, seeing Latino rappers, like, really just... Getting respect, like for real. That's the thing. It's like they didn't even make a thing out of the fact that they were mm-hmm. Latino. It, they just like fit in. You know what I mean? Yeah, they just fit in. They didn't fake the funk. They had some Spanish lyrics and shit, and they 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 really like just represented their culture well. But they were so bicoastal. I think the smartest thing about them was that people really didn't know where they were from at first. So the East Coast accepted them, thinking they were from the East Coast. The West Coast obviously knew they were from the West Coast and accepted them, and they yeah. kind of fit in everywhere. Right. You think that sound, like the their actual music, uh, not their not the lyrics, but the sound, um, what would you describe that as? Like, you know, that high tweak to like, I don't know, like, is that West Coast or is it like East Coast? Because it hit hard like an East Coast beat. I think, I think it sounded more East Coast. Right. Like, yeah. that's, that's why people were confusing them for New York cats, I think. I mean, yeah. when I first heard 
How I Could Just Kill a Man mm-hmm. and saw the video, I yeah. thought they were from New York. Yeah, you know, me that too. DJ Muggs production, Soul Assassin's sound, mm. definitely had a New York influence to it. You know, and yeah. you couldn't really pinpoint it. Although, when you saw Be Real, he still had the flannel and the khaki, so he still represented that West Coast flavor. Right. But he just had this swag to him that was ill. And, and it, people don't realize, like, even Ice Cube's in that video. Yeah. I remember at the time, Ice Cube was fucking with the Bomb Squad and yeah. shit. And I didn't was, know that. Yeah. Oh, you never seen it? Yeah, he's in that video. Yeah. Well, Ice Cube's another guy that went East Coast when, like, when it was time to drop his solo album. He went to the East Coast. Yeah, you know? I mean, he went fucking with uh, Eric Vietnam and Terminator X and was yeah. fucking with the Bomb Squad. Right, 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 right. You know? It was so. basically a public enemy album with Ice Cube rapping on it. Super fresh. Awesome. <laughs> Super fresh. <laughs> his best album? Uh, to me? Yeah. Shit, I'm going to say probably... Uh, I love Predator, man. Again, like... Predator is my favorite because Wicked is my favorite Ice Cube record. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a single and I usually don't go for the single, like the stereotypical, I'm going for the single. But I'm also a big fan of Killer Will um, okay. and Death Certificate, bro. I love Death Certificate. What an album. Yeah. Ice Cube is like the most underrated. I think we've had this conversation. We personally. have, we have. He's oh, the I'm most, glad we're talking hip-hop today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the most yeah. underrated rapper, I think, lyrically in hip-hop history. Like when it comes to your like, top tens, like no one ever says Ice Cube, but like... How do you not put him in there? He doesn't have a whack first four or five albums. They're all classics. No, I agree. His first four are all classics. I have yeah. to listen because I've never really seen Ice Cube in that light. You know what I mean? He's also like, got the greatest diss record in hip-hop history. What's your, your Ice Cube perspective? Before, hold that. Hold that. Yeah. Let's introduce our guests. Yeah. Right? Like, we're doing a podcast Please here. do the honors. Come on, Absolutely. guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. Good friend of the show. Good friend of mine, personally. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, a frequent collaborator. VMA nominated. F- oh, I mean, God, a spoiler alert. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Jesus, man. Still the same guy. <laughs> Michael Garcia. <laughs> Up, hey, it's not a surprise, man. We're here to fucking put a light on that shit. No, I, I agree, man. I agree. <laughs> fucking up, yeah. VMA. Congratulations dude. and welcome to the show, man. Thank you for being here. Thank you, bro. Yeah, like I we're know, talking I don't about know what the proper protocol is. Yeah, do we do elbows now? You just shit. defeated the whole purpose of the mask nah, by yeah. giving him that. There's yeah, no yeah. particulates. There's no particulates. I'm strapped. I'm strapped. I'm strapped. I'm strapped. I'm strapped. Okay, Pause and shit. I thought this was a no pause zone, a pause free zone. That was last time we started recording. That was last episode. So are we getting right into it? Is that what we're doing? I, mean, oh. I was kind of liking where we were going with this Ice Cube conversation. Yeah. Me too, me yeah. too. I mean, we'll get to the fact that you are now a VMA-nominated director, only the third one ever out of Miami. We'll Appreciate get to you. that. Appreciate you know, you. Not, it's not like that's a big deal or anything. You know? It's cool. It's a blessing. Yeah. You know? But yeah. we'll, we'll start with Ice Cube first. So what's your perspective of Ice Cube? So, I mean, Friday? But, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, not you, just Friday, no, NWA also, you know what I mean? But Well, let me, let me preface but, this. How old are you? I'm about to turn 40. So okay, I so was, you, you were around in that I age. I was around in that age, yeah, but I remember listening to NWA and not being able to, like, fully relate to that, you know what I mean? Being like, yo, this is, like, too hardcore. Like, I was right. just, like, you know, fucking with G.I. Joes and shit, you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't even know what these fools are talking about. Yeah, but you know? G.I. Joes had AK-47s and shit. Yeah, so. yeah, but, you know, like. I don't know. I wasn't into that. So, like, I just, it took me a while. Plus, like, it's it's not something that I would regard, like, high in lyrical attribute or skill. Like, I don't want to put it down because it's dope. You know what I mean? But No, nah, you're tripping, though. He was a legend. I guess I just gravitate more towards, like, that East Coast kind of, like, sound. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, look, straight out of Compton and Fuck the Police, I might be, like, Fuck the Police might be one of the most important hip-hop records ever dropped. Right. 
I appreciate it now. I just and I would be lying to say that at that time I was fucking with it. You know Ice I mean? Cube's first verse on "Fuck the Police" is legendary. Yeah, yeah, and well, the fact that you know he left such a highly successful group mm-hmm. and then decides to go solo. And then not only that, like, moves to the East Coast to work with East Coast producers, right? Like, he took fucking risks, man. That yeah. g- he took big, big risks, and it paid off for him, you know? And dropped, in my opinion, the greatest diss record ever and damn near flattened the group. Yeah, I don't see, like, what's better? Hit Him Up is the only one, the, on- the only other one you could yeah, talk about. Yeah, but Hit Him Up is Pac's verse. You know, like, after Pac's verse is over, it's cool. What do you mean? Get out the way, yo. Get out the way, Awesome. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, like. But back then, even then, you used to think, like, yo, that verse is all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hit him no, up. I know, I know. Now it's just, like, I- iconic. Like, no, after after Pac, I'm saying, like, yeah, the yeah. other verses. Pac's shit, yeah, Pac's verse was the, was yeah. the Pac show. Pac beat Biggie the second he said, that's why I fucked your bitch. The second he said the opening, like, fucking ad lib. He beat Biggie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he didn't even have to rap after that. Listen, <laughs> by know? that rationale, yeah. Jay Z beat Nas. You could say that. Because he did fuck his girl, you know? I'm not even going there. You're not, I, I mean, I I'm, didn't just know that. I'm just I'm not going there. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. Look, listen, that's the rumor. I don't fucking know. I wasn't there. You okay. know what I mean? But that's the rumor, right? Yeah. 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 Stop spreading rumors, man. I'm just saying though. Like, if you're saying, <laughs> if, if you're giving a. Uh, Respect to both of them. If movies. you're giving Pac points. For like on a disc record for that, then for you saying give, it, then though. you got to give Jay his points. Right. Like, Jay said it too, though. Pac, Jay, look, Pac is all aggression, though. Like Pac really sounded mad. Like he sounded seriously pissed. Off. He was, like, but the he, way he had a message behind his what he was saying. You so know what, what you mean? say, Ice Cube did it? No, Ice Cube did. No Ice Cube did, but it's just like, well, who's more like lyrically uh, talented? Would you say Pac or Cube? Cube. Cube. I would say Pac. No, Cube, no, Cube is Cube. Wow. No, then I got to listen more. Because he wrote everything for NWA except for MC Ren shit. Right. Yeah. Every single thing that all those guys said he but wrote. I don't Dre, know. Something about like, easy. The, about like how Cube delivers it. Like, like I'm going to fuck that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like everything's like angry and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, Cube though. Yeah, it's Let Cube. me ask you a question. If you saw Cube in the yeah, street yeah, right yeah. now at 50, you fucking with him? I'm not fucking with him. I believed him. I don't know why. Like, I did. Uh, he has the, I mean, he mastered the mean face. Yo, the, yeah, the like, thousand Cube's mean there. face is real. Dude. Yeah, he gets paid not to do it to Kevin Hart and shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's another aspect of his career that's admirable. Like yeah. the dude wrote a fucking screenplay. No, he's big in Hollywood, man. Yo, he wrote Friday. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he was a rapper Facts. at the time, and he just like wrote a fucking screenplay that ended up being a huge hit. Friday's you know? a classic, man. And yeah. he got a Hollywood career because of it, right? But right. if you're asking me if I'm a record label, who do I sign? Q or Pac? I sign Pac. Yeah. Oh, of course. Who's the, what? Oh, more who's, he's, who's he's the more, more legendary the artist? Pac. Pac, by far. Yeah. yeah. No so question. I would see based on what I've heard of uh, Cube, which isn't everything, you know what I mean, but some, and Pac, I've heard everything, you know. I pick Pac, lyrically. Being objective, right? We were talking about classic albums. Trying to be objective. What are Pac's classic albums? But you got to go Me Against the Me World. Me Against the World is guaranteed. And Tupacalypse Ma- Machiavelli. Now. Tupacalypse Now to me is a classic. Tupacalypse Now? Yeah, because it's got Brenda's Got a Baby. It's a conscious Pac before mm-hmm, he gets a mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm, you know, and it's I like, love Machiavelli. I love yeah. Tupacalypse Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah like exactly. I Get Around is one of my favorite songs. So, that's, me, oh, no, that's Strictly. That's right? for my niggas, bro. That that's record. that's my, that's the record I like. Shiggy, yeah, the first three, and then when he gets even when he gets me against the world, it's like, yo, that album is incredible. Hey, I get around is in my like top five to ten hip hop tracks. Honestly, I think that track is fucking perfect. The, the dope the dope shit about Tupac is that he dropped I get around and keep your head up back to back back to back. 
right. on the same album. So he's telling you, like, yo, we got to protect our women and, and be there for our women, but at the same time, fuck all you hoes. My and you're just like, yo, yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you're the GOAT. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Wasn't Dear Mama also on one of those records, too? Dear Mama was on uh, Me, Against, Me Against the World, yeah. which I think yeah. is his best album. Yeah, Me Against the World, yeah. yeah. It's also the yeah. top-selling hip-hop yeah. album in history at that time. So is the double album a classic with Death Row? A Death Row? Isn't that Me Against the World? No. Wait, Me Against the World is the one uh, with Dear Mama, the one when he was in jail. That's correct, yes. So the one after that, the double album. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it's a all classic. eyes on me. All eyes, all on, eyes me. on me is the top selling hip hop album of all time. So, yeah, yeah, but my Still? I think Me Against the World is Pac's best album. That's one with like so many tears and and uh, Dear Mama mm-hmm. and that one's classic. Yeah. You remember when that double album came out? Everybody was fucking like, oh shit, like a double album. You know, like everybody was impressed that it was two CDs in the case. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. It wasn't the first though. It was Guns and Roses did a double album. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Didn't they? Use your illusions. Use your illusions one or two. Yeah. Oh, I was impressed. I'm disappointed in you. (laughs) I'm not a Guns N' Roses fan. Really? Yeah, no. I'm not into like hair metal (laughs) and shit like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Come on. I don't know if you know who you're talking to. No, listen, that's like a sin. That's like a sin in South Florida because like I always tell him this. Like if you ask people in South Florida, like what rock bands do you like? They're going to tell you Guns N' Roses, Nirvana, Pearl Jam. I'm going to go further. I've seen Guns N' Roses live nine right. times. And I'm not saying they're bad. I just like that whole era of They're rock. bad? Lipstick no, rock, the bad, lipstick no. bands and shit. Yeah, that lipstick, well, hair, lipstick hairspray. They're not a lipstick They're hairspray, band, hairspray. They're hairspray. I'll give you that. Hair but a lipstick band? Not lipstick. No, no, I use the wrong term. Those guys were slamming heroines and fighting their fans, dude. Like, no. Those guys were hardcore. They were wearing NWA hats. Axel was hanging out with Ice Cube. I know, I know. I remember. Yeah. It's not remember. even that, that that puts me off. It's just that sound. It's like very, like, not, not the type of rock that I like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I like a more grungy, like, fucking garage sound you know that was a very like don't cry is polished a fucking classic bro. like those sonics that video? those sonics yeah, are like really clean really polished like sonics and it's good like there's a lot like um you know like uh, sweet child of mine and shit yeah uh, that song is amazing so i'll song. give you a, i'll give you an interesting november story. rain yeah i'll give you an interesting right. story about that like uh, i was shooting a, a video for fetty wap right mm-hmm. i think i told you the story and the cinematographer he um i guess he we got to a conversation and he was like, yeah, I'm going to send you my reel. But, you know, I've been doing this for a really long time, a little older. But, you know, I didn't have a lot of – he's, like, selling himself to me and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. His name was Vance Burberry. And, you know, I Google him. The guy's a fucking legend. The guy shot Madonna. He shot David Bowie. Mm-hmm. And then he just tells me, yeah, I shot the first six Guns N' Roses videos. And I was like, cool, you're hired. And he was like, what? That's it? I'm like, yeah. You, you, I don't need to see a reel. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm that. straight. I've already seen the work. I'm good. Like, you got it. Mm. He shot Welcome to the Jungle, Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> um, he shot Paradise City. He shot Don't Cry. And he shot It's So Easy. All classics, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he left at November Rain. Paradise City is a dope, Pearl took. dope song, too. It's a great video. Da- November, November Rain. Rain. <laughs> Arguably the greatest rock video ever made. Straight up. You can say that, yeah. yeah. Jeremy, to me, is the most memorable. Jeremy was ahead of its time for its core messaging. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even though it, I was confused. I thought that happened. I think we had this conversation. I thought it happened before pre, no, Columbine. it's pre-Columbine. It's, yeah. it's not, though. It's after Columbine. No, it's pre-Columbine. I'm telling you. I'm Have we te- had this conversation? Yes, guaranteed. It's Columbine. Pro Jam is 91, on. 92. Yeah, it is pre-Columbine. Columbine happened like 97, 98. Yeah. Columbine happened 96. Okay. Year Still after yeah, 91, 90, 96. 96, 97 is when Columbine <laughs> yeah. happened. You're a graduate of high school. I don't know the exact years, but yeah, Pearl Jam is no, pre, no, no, pre-Columbine. No. Columbine happened 99. You're actually right. Yeah, It happened right. 99. Yeah. It was right after I graduated. It's yeah. the end of times. 
Y2K. But they might have seen that shit, like, they called it, in a way. Yeah. You know? Well, it's based on a true story. Yeah. There's really a Jeremy. Okay. Yeah, there's really a Jeremy, and he really went into a school and killed himself. No shit. Yeah. If you Google it. Actually, last time we had this conversation, I had to Google it. It's based on a real kid in Texas that did that. No shit. That Eddie Vedder heard the story and wrote a song about him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Jeremy Powerful. spoke in class today. Yeah. Sheesh. Mm -hmm. Yo, can I get one of those paper towels, guys? Nirvana was Open the scab that I had on my arm. A paper towel. One yeah, of those yeah. yeah, if you don't mind. Nirvana was the shit for sure. Human sushi injuries, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, no, I, I had a scab on my arm and I had an itch. I cut it and just reopened the shit by accident. Sorry, it's all good. Yeah, that's the first injury on the show. We got insurance. It's all good. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know if you got enough though. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We got a sixty-five million dollar coverage. All right. That shit runs out like in a couple weeks. So <laughs> we got PPP money. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, Pause. Jeremy's based on a real story. Um, wow, <laughs> where were we going with this, dude? How do we get from Ice Cube to Jeremy? Jeremy, yeah, so no, we were talking about the the cinematographer. Oh, yeah, so Vance, yeah, I've worked with him like three or four times since. Great mm. cinematographer, but I mean, the guy shot, I mean, he's a legend, bro. He shot Madonna, he shot David Bowie, he shot Guns N' Roses. I mean, you name it, he shot him, yeah, you know. So, do, do you have a favorite team that you're like working with? Mine, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, no, like my team. Like, okay, like so you you kind of established your team at this point, and you work with them every time. I I established my producer base. So basically, my producers Bruno and Sherry, mm -hmm. they're my business partners. Mm -hmm. They run all my productions on a producer level, which is a company I have called Hidden Pictures, mm -hmm. and we run that three ways. Everybody else, we pick the right guy for the right jobs. Picking a favorite is hard. Because I might be doing some action stuff, and if I'm doing some action video, there's a certain cinematographer that I know that's perfect for it. Mm -hmm. If I'm shooting a female, and I need to really make her look beautiful, there's certain cinematographers that I know that are perfect for it. You know, so it just really depends on the right guy for the right job. Right. Um, so I don't really play favorites. Mm -hmm. um, through trial and error, I have guys on... Very few, but I have a couple guys like on a no list that I, I won't work with again. Okay. Um, but just that, that's more personality based, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but that's aside cool. from I, that, I like, won't tell them, I won't tell them, don't worry. No, it's, it's, not a, it's, not, it's not beef. It's just, you know, you know, being a film director, the beauty of being a film director, right, is that you get all the credit when it goes right. But like, say, a cinematographer doesn't do his job right or the gaffer doesn't do his job right or the art director doesn't do his job right. You're never going to hear it. I get all the flack. Right. Because it's only my name mm -hmm. on, on the project that mm -hmm. anybody cares about. Mm -hmm. So that kind of pressure makes you really have to make difficult decisions and you can't always go with loyalty and you can't always go with who your favorite personality to mesh with is. You got to do what's right for the job, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So while I want to give jobs to all my friends all the time, right? You know, I got to think about my client first. Of course, man. Because these budgets aren't small, and about not losing your shit on somebody because they're fucking around, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, like you know, you have a, you might have a video for a really big artist, and or and it doesn't even matter who the artist is; they're trusting you with their money, right? Mm -hmm. I'm on the job for four weeks. You know, from start of writing to pre-producing to shooting it to the edit. It could be four weeks. It could be two months, right? Mm -hmm. After that, it's over, bro. For me, I'm out of it. They got to live with it forever. Right. 
and you don't want to be the guy that makes the whack video for that artist. Mm-hmm. It kind of sucks. Of course. You know. Yeah, man. <laughs> Think about it. Like you, you know, it just doesn't even look good on your name. Doesn't look good in any way. I mean, why would you ever want to do anything whack? So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not yeah. really about my name. It's just about right. the art and right. and how I see things and making people happy. And I want people to be proud of what they have when they walk away with it. You know, artists are like, I mean, they're rock stars. They're rap stars. You know, they're complicated individuals and they, and they have complicated personalities. And you have to be able to gauge them and figure out what they want. And, you know, everything that works for one artist doesn't work for the other and artist. bring them back down to earth sometimes? Sort of. Sometimes. Yeah. And then sometimes you let them go to space. You know, just whatever, whatever works to get them into the mind state you need them for in front of camera, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Right. Yeah. Let me ask you, how much does your musical background, right? Because, like, for those that don't know, you used to do your, your music thing for uh-huh. years. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, of course. How much does that play into what you do now as a director? As a director of music videos, specifically. A lot with music videos because I kind of know how artists think. And right. I, know, I know the egos. Mm-hmm. And I've been that guy with the ego. And I've been that guy that's been humbled. Mm-hmm. And I've been that guy with his back to the wall. And I've been the guy that's been on top of the world. So it's very easy to gauge an artist and see how they're thinking and, and how to communicate with them and how to talk to them musically. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so does that mean like you would never pitch a concept where it's like, we're not going to show your face the whole time. We're just going to show your feet or something. You know, like I actually have pitched a concept like that. Okay. Yeah. I actually have pitched a concept. Uh, I didn't get the video. It was for an artist called her. Mm-hmm. H E R. She's mm-hmm. a phenomenal mm-hmm. artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But her first campaign, nobody knew what she looked like. So they actually wanted not to show her face, and everybody was thinking of intricate ways to hide her identity at first. Mm. So I actually have pitched a concept like that, and it was a really hard creative to write mm. because you got to figure out how to incorporate her into the video, right. but slickly not let anybody see her, and not do it in obvious ways. Right. You know, so I actually have written a concept like that. Um, it's funny you mentioned that, like with Machine Gun Kelly, uh, the video that's getting a lot of accolades right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I had reservations about um, about uh, writing that concept because I didn't know if Kells was going to be okay with a female doing all his lyrics. Mm-hmm. You know, like right. when I first wrote that, I was like, "Is he going to let a girl just do all his lyrics?" Right. Some artists won't do that. Yeah, they're too insecure. Kells is super confident. No, I think that's dope, man. Like, first of all, the video is dope as fuck, you know? Like, oh, thank you. I appreciate like, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess I'm a little bit spoiled when it comes to you. Like, all your work is amazing, you know? So, I like, appreciate that. It's yeah. not all amazing. I mean, <laughs> but thank you. I try. You no, know, so no. I mean, lately. <laughs> lately is, you know, you've been on a, on a pretty good hitting streak, I would say. Yeah. But the thing I liked about the, the Kelly video is it's so minimalistic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it just like it looks like one location. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. It was know, if it was. It was it. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like one location. It just looks minimalist. You know, it's just two people in the video. Well, you 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 know, I've come to a point in my career now, music video wise, where I don't have it all figured out, but I have figured out how to get out of my own way. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously, I'm an aspiring feature film director. I, I want. That's where I want to go. Mm-hmm. So every young director that comes to me for advice, I always tell, they always come to me with these concepts that are like huge, like movies and it's super complicated and this guy's going to go and grab the gun and then he's going to pass it to this guy, this guy. And I'm like, yo, 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 just calm it all down and keep it simple, you know, because you could, oh shit, sorry. You could try your best to do 
super complicated shit and do it half-assed because you don't have the right amount of money. Mm-hmm. Or you could do one thing really well, right. really fucking good. Right. right. And when you think about some of the most iconic videos in history, right? Nirvana smells like teen spirit. What is that video? It, it's, a, it's a band performing in an auditorium. Right. A couple extras and a janitor. Right, 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 right. There's and nothing really, crazy about it. Nothing yeah. really crazy yeah. about it. A couple props, some lighting. super iconic, yeah. right? But it's like capturing what's great about that video is just that they captured the band. and You know what I mean? It felt like they captured them in their raw essence. And sometimes that's all you need to do is just like look, let them do their own thing, right? I did. Uh, yeah. Look, you know what a great example of one of the most iconic videos ever? And I'm going to give you the pause in advance, but it's, uh, it's that D'Angelo video. Where right. he just got his shirt off. Right, 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 right. What really is there to that video? Right. He's Nothing. just yeah. I guarantee that yeah. video cost like a million dollars. It was Paul Hunter. You know, <laughs> Paul Hunter is one of the most iconic music video directors of all time. Yeah. You know, and it's Paul Hunter and D'Angelo on a black screen, and D'Angelo appears to be naked. I don't know if he is or yeah. not. You never yeah. get that far, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just sitting there singing. It's one shot, and he's just going on a turntable. A video might have taken him three hours, four hours to light it right. Yeah. A couple of rehearsals to get the performances right, and you're done. Right. Like Bob's your uncle. But, bro, if I tell you D'Angelo, you automatically think of that video. It's true. Yeah, but simplicity isn't simple, like, sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it appears like, you know, it could be a simple concept. And I'm sure it is. I'm sure it took a couple of hours to set that up. But yeah. Uh, it even takes time for you to be have that confidence to do something that simple and say, this is what I'm making. Well, that's the trial and error of it, right? right? And that's right. kind of where I'm at now. It's mm-hmm. like instead of, like, like I, I did an exercise last weekend and I watched a bunch of music videos that I remember from when I grew up, mm-hmm. right? And I was just like, you know what, let me just throw... Like what? All the bullshit out and, and like, forget the technicalities of how they shot it. Fuck the lighting. Can you do that? Fuck all that... Yeah, of course. I mean, if it's something from my childhood, of course, mm-hmm. you know. So I started watching, like, give you an example, Mary J. Blige, I'm Going Down, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure if Hype Williams shot that. It looks like a Hype Williams video. I, I don't know if he shot it. There was no credits back then. Mm-hmm. Watching the shit on YouTube, and I just kept going, fuck, Mary J. Blige looks so fucking cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all I kept saying, my like, God, she's beautiful. Man, look, yeah. at, look at how cool this outfit is. Fuck, look at that blazer with the pantsuit. Damn, that leather jacket with the fucking leather kango. Yeah. Damn, she looks yeah. dope. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I, I've turned on um, Method Man's first video, the M-E-T-H-O-D Man one. Yo, that video is amazing. Bro, if you really watch that video, it's like... It's horrible. It's a terrible... It's horrible, it's yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But God, it's yeah. got the time code See, on it. Like, yeah, but yeah. they yeah. captured but they did that him on purpose, so well Yeah, that it was like... I, you couldn't tell me shit. That's exactly... What met like Method Man lived in that abandoned tenement his whole life and he was born there. Like, I don't know, it just right, felt right, like right, that, right. you know? It felt like that, yeah. And then I started realizing, man, half the battle is just making these artists larger than life. You know, there's these little moments, these key moments in every video that will stick with you forever. And it's really yes. not like, oh my God, how cool is this effect or technical? Mm-hmm. It's no, always no. the artist. It's the artist and how good do they look because you're selling the artist, right. right? And you could do this across any genre bring it back to method man bring the pain diane martell phenomenal music video director right but mm-hmm. if you watch bring the pain what is it it's him in a bus him in an alley and then i think that's it that's like yeah. the whole video right and cool lighting right but yeah. he's got the fangs first time you saw the fangs he had a blank contact nobody had ever and seen his that. performance like the camera loves that guy you know what i mean it's, his performance is fucking great dude like so, he knows how to how to work the camera yeah you know? so half the battle is just getting the right artist that really just knows his timing on camera, really knows yeah. how to deliver, really knows how to take direction. If you get that, you're good. 
The Fila Grand Hill 95s are like some of my favorite shoes of all time, and it's in a large part because Method Man was wearing them in the You're All I Need video. You're All I Need video, yeah. He's yeah. jumping the fence and shit. And you yeah, got the Grand you see, Hills like these artists shit. make you want to dress a certain way. That's what way. I'm saying, yeah. They yeah. make you want to emulate a certain feeling, yeah. and your job as a director is to capture that and sell that. It's not about you. Music yeah. videos have a huge part of that, you know? Like, they become a part of, like... They're pop culture. They're engraved yeah, in it. Yeah, exactly. You know, for me, at least, like, I'm a huge fan of music videos. But, you see, you're looking at it from a director standpoint. Even when you say, like, let me throw all that out, like, even that is looking at it from a director standpoint. And, like, so are you, you know? So, for me, like, when you say that's a terrible video because it's technically bad, like, I don't see that. Like, I see, like, but it's, it's a great grimy, video. It's like, it's gritty. It's technically yeah. terrible. Yeah, we're saying it's great. Yeah, But I we're know. saying that, like, from a film perspective, it's I know. a horrible I'm just video. Think, yeah. I'm just adding to that that I don't even see the... Uh, from a film perspective you know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. like so mm-hmm. and I think I'm probably represent most people you mm-hmm. know in mm-hmm. this scenario because yeah. so yeah I mean it's just an amazing video like yeah. like you love Jeremy right like Jeremy's a great video right yeah. and it's artistically great but it's I know what you're getting at it's not like shot particularly oh, impressive. No, the, the lighting for the time was amazing yeah, you know, yeah. but yeah. like it's really in Eddie Vedder's eyes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, Jeremy, and he's, like, bugging out. You know, and, he, mm-hmm. and you know, Jerry Mer- Jer- Eddie Vedder rarely even looks at the camera mm-hmm. in that video. It's always off to the side, dude. You ever seen so, uh, the Perfect Drug Nine Inch Nails music video? Actually, my favorite Nine Inch Nails video. Um, fuck, what's the one that Mark Romanek did for them? Um, Closer. Closer? Okay, yeah, that's yeah. a great video, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one with the... Uh, you let me da, 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 that one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, that video is amazing. They have another one called um, "The Perfect Drug." That's another amazing video too. I mean, another great video example is like "Alien and Farm Smooth Criminal." You mm. might laugh, right? But no. it's a phenomenal video because yeah. what is it? It's like you know every innuendo of Michael Jackson is in this rock video because it's a smooth criminal remake in right. punk rock, mm. right? Right. But if you look, he's sitting on one of those beanbag hand chairs, but the hand is painted like a glove, the chair, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the silver glove. He walks on the sidewalk, the sidewalk locks up. He's sitting with the monkey. He does the lean that he does the smooth yeah, criminal yeah, yeah. and shit. Right. Like it's just really well done. Yeah, you know? it is. It is it's so, clever. Yeah. It's super clever. Yeah. yeah. So you just got to have that right angle, you know, and, and really know how to sell the artist the right way. Some artists are super crazy and they want to just go all in and, and do mm-hmm push boundaries mm-hmm. and some artists are okay with just looking really good yeah. and both are really 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 good videos there's nothing wrong with either or yeah. right. it's just what works for the song mm-hmm. and how you want to deliver that song mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. you ever had an idea that you're like no this is the coin this way I'm not, I don't care what anybody says I don't understand the question like meaning sorry. like for example like you run it by the label or something and the label's like or is it usually agreed upon before anything is signed, you know? Because, for example, like, if you're in the middle of filming something and you say, okay, no, let's do it this way, and I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, it's I'm not, not, a, it's I'm not, not a, pre-approved. I'm not a pre-Madonna um, type of director. Right. I try to work. You got to remember, at the end of the day, this isn't your video. Mm-hmm. You're getting paid to execute this video for someone else, so it's oh, still okay. their product at the end of the day. All right. And so it's not like I, on TV where they lose their shit and they're like, I refuse to do it that way. I mean, I'm, sure, there, I'm sure there's guys like that. Right. Um, I try not to run a set like that. I try to go. My attitude is like, OK, you don't want to do this idea for this shot. That's cool. Well, How about this? We'll do it your way and just give me one take the way I want. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just look at it in the edit and see what works better. And sometimes they're right. Sometimes I'm right. Right. But it's better to have it than not have it. Right. Yeah, and then yeah, they go, yeah. OK, cool. Gotcha. But but I usually never like put artists in compromising positions where they're uncomfortable, because mm-hmm. uh, it's going to show on camera. 
you know, like that's th- true. Yeah, you know, like they might be a little uncomfortable with their positioning of how they're sitting, standing, or right. you know, them dropping them in a tank of water, or blowing up something around them and shit. That's cool, but like energy wise, you're saying. But yeah, but like if they wouldn't normally do that, like I'm not gonna do it to them because. Mm-hmm. It's going to show they're going to hate it. Right. Know? I've done that before, and the people fucking hate that shit. And then working with professional actors is a whole different thing because at that point, you expect them to be able to kind of fit themselves to a mold when you're doing, you know, when you're tr- going to transfer into features, you know? Yeah, well, when you work with pro actors, like, you'll know straight off the gate, I'm not doing this shit. Like, the agent will tell you, like, she's not, or he's not doing this, 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 mm-hmm. this, this, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, gotcha. Yeah. Right, cool. Yeah. Um, how much of like listening to the song goes into like, how, th- do you like zone out, listen to the song a, a few times? Like how much of that goes into like your, your coming up with the idea? I think it's 50, 50. Once I get the general gist of the record, if I really like the song, I'll really get into it. Um, but usually it's 50, 50. I try to find angles in music mm-hmm. uh, to inspire the creative. So like bloody Valentine, right? It was, um, you know, what, what's it like to wake up next to a psychopath, you know, mm-hmm. after a great one night stand? Yeah. That, mm-hmm. That's where I came up. It's the title that really inspired it. But I actually really liked the song. So the, the idea came to me really quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, other records that have been hits for me might have been by accident, like Kodak Black Tunnel Vision. Like that was an accident. Yeah. I, didn't, I actually didn't understand a line that Kodak said. I, I misconstrued it for something else. And then. That, and that, led that to the concept, concept came up. Yeah, he said, I told you uh, N-words. I wasn't going to be your N-word. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is a song about racism. Got it. Mm. You know, and I wrote this whole reverse racist, you know, anti-Donald Trump, white versus black right. concept, you know, you know, modern day Jim Crow era fighting. Which was like strong. It was but like the line didn't say that. The line said, I told you N-words. I was going to be that N-word. Mm. I screwed the whole thing up. But, but, but it worked because he... F- gravitated straight to it. Yeah. You know? And I yeah. was like, yeah. oh, tunnel vision. He's got the tunnel vision to break the chains of the, you know, I yeah, got right, right, right. You can make it make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he went for it. Next thing you know, 250 million hits later, it, it's, it's, it's a great video. That's, it's yeah. a great video. Powerful, for yeah. sure. Thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, and, it, see, that's another thing, like, shout out to Marsha St. Huber. I don't know if she's in here or not, but she's usually, uh, head marketing for Urban and Atlantic Records. She knew she saw that treatment and approved it like in 24 hours, like in 48 hours we were on set and the video came out like in five days after we shot wow. it. Was, but why? Because Marsha knew timing wise, Donald Trump was about to take office. Mm. So it dropped like a week after he took office and everybody's super animated, whether which side you're on, mm-hmm, you're pro-Trump, mm-hmm, anti-Trump, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. It was perfect timing. You know, the guy had the hat, you know, make America hate again. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of great, I, I made it say hate. Right. And the only reason it even says that is because Make America Great is a slogan that I can't clear. Right. So, so that was a touch you added. Yeah. You, I, couldn't, clear, you couldn't clear that? No. Put the mic a little closer. Oh, sorry. No, nah, no. Nah, you could just move the mic, though. You don't got to. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, no, it's I'm, 2020. I'm out of practice, guy. That's a dope. That's um, a dope. Uh, yeah, you just can't. Add, you can't like you just, yeah, you just yeah. can't clear everything. Yeah. You know, they'll ask you, like, in the treatment. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, if he's driving a Honda, I can't necessarily show the H. Right. How dope! How dope <laughs> was the uh, change it for a K for Kodak? Yeah. How dope was the the DMX reveal? Oh, with the and bad baby with the bad baby video. <laughs> did I ever tell you a story about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you told me. You yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. tell the know. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that video? Yes. Uh, okay, so. so yeah, so that video. First off, shout out to Bad Baby. Um, you know, she's super misunderstood. 
I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got a lot of respect from me because when I first got the record, my man Devin over at uh, APG slash Atlantic was like, yo, we're looking for a crazy idea that could really break the mold for Bad Baby. And we're like, go, Bestie. Go, Bestie. You know, and I'm mm-hmm. hearing the song. It's, like, very childlike and happy. And, you know, this, go, that's my bitch. That's my Bestie. And I'm... But I'm looking at Bad Baby interviews because I do this. I backtrack on all the artists, right? So I'm like just watching her about to beat up her mom on Dr. Phil. And I'm watching, you know what I'm saying? Like hearing the lyrics and it's super gangster. And I'm like, yo, she's like straight up talking about killing people all Mm. the time. Mm. Well, her best friend must be a serial killer because how do you hang out with a killer if you're not a killer? Right. Mm -hmm. So in comes the serial killer angle, right? And then then they hit me with, um, we have all this product placement. And I was like, I see. I mean, it, like I didn't, nothing stood out to me at all. Well, what I did was I got smart. I told them, well, why don't we just break the rules and just announce product placement? Because horror movies in the oh, 70s right. would take intermissions mm-hmm. and they would sh- promote their products. So why don't we just take an intermission in the middle of the music video? No one has ever done that. They were like, oh, it's kind of dope. So we took an intermission and we just set it up like the Home Shopping Network. That was cool. And then the only thing that, the note I got from Mike Karen, who's the president of APG, was like, it better be fucking bloody. Like, I, I just need to. And when a label. It's a great note. Wow. When, <laughs> when a label tells you that, you're like, yes. No fuck. Yeah, problem. That's great. So we were yeah. slashing people and we covered, a, covered the room in plastic. We sprayed blood all over the place. People had blood in their mouths. They were getting hit with sledgehammers and <laughs> knifed up. And as we were shooting, we didn't know who the killer was going to be. Mm. So we were like, like, who's behind the mask? I mean, yeah, yeah, we mm-hmm. still hadn't casted it, mm-hmm. so we were still looking. The, the first person we tried to get was Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. which at the time was not as famous as she is now, but mm-hmm. she was on definitely on her way. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, fuck, she wasn't available. Then it was, they were trying to get Paris Hilton, who <laughs> almost said yes, and she wasn't available. Then they went to then I recommended Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. And then they they didn't think it was a good fit for whatever reason. And then I was like, all right, cool. Well. We're in L.A. He needs money. Let's get O.J. Simpson. And then, like, you wow. could... Yeah, like, I don't know, man. So, <laughs> that would have been... So, the, 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 you could have heard a pin drop, like, when I said that. I was like, let's get O.J. And they were like... That's crazy. You said this on a conference call? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they were like, you're kidding, right? And I'm like, no. I don't understand. You guys want to go viral? Right. They were like, yeah. I was like, get O.J. Simpson. And they were like, you want to have this girl with a serial killer <laughs> knifing people up? <laughs> <laughs> right and when the serial killer takes the mask Yo. off gotta go viral all right it's oj simpson i'm like yeah you want to break the internet or what <laughs> you know what i'm saying like let's go and this then they were like whatever. um and then um speaking of reeling artists back in <laughs> yeah they were like yeah and then my, my boy Devin was like yo stop talking and i was like okay i'll shut up you know like he was like helping me out he's like you're about to lose this job yeah right? yeah so we're on set and then they were like yo you know dmx had just got out of jail and they could get dmx and i was like oh fresh They're like only right. thing is you got to fly to new york can you go to new york tomorrow and i was already in la i was supposed to go back to miami and i was like yeah so i just called the cinematographer in new york we met dmx in yonkers and we shot it at a golf course in yonkers uh, and which is funny as fuck because all these like golfers, you know, white golfers, and I got DMX in like this serial killer outfit with a knife, and he's like just acting crazy and cursing, and you know, but it was one of the coolest nights ever because yeah. for me as a kid, just hanging out with D for in Yonkers was kind of dope. That's dope as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a cool ass reveal, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was dope. he killed it. 
You know, he just yeah. killed it. He stepped right into it. He's like, what I got to say? I'm like, All right, cool. You know? Did you see uh, DMX versus Snoop? Yes. Thoughts? Snoop is the go. The go. You know what my thoughts are with that? It's no one can beat Dr. Dre in the battle. Mm-hmm. Ever. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. care who you are. You you gotta yeah. be. You literally have to get Quincy Jones. Yeah. yeah when some Dre shit comes on, it's, yeah, yeah. You gotta. You literally have to get Quincy Jones to be Dre. Yeah. 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 He's a master producer, man. Like that guy's ear is crazy. <sighs> yeah. Um, and and mixer too. Like the yeah. way he makes it's his mixes are like to me just as vital as his production. My car test. Did, did is you still say the Quincy Jones? Is that what you said? Quincy Jones is the only guy yeah. that could be knocking. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. 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 But it's not a fair battle because it's two different two different genres. Yeah. All together. Yeah. yeah. Right. But Dr. Dre, The Chronic is still my car test when I buy a new car to this day. Like, I get in a car, and that's the first album I played just to test the speakers. Because wow. it's so perfect. But that's a testament, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the audio is perfect on 1992. Yeah. 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 I rented, I, I um, checked that album out from the local library back then. No shit. That's how I first heard The Chronic. You checked it out from yeah. a local library? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, what oh, is this leaf? Looks yeah. cool. <laughs> I had stole that album on cassette from Specs, and I was on my way from a, on a bus to school, and that was the first time I popped it in, 8.30 in the morning, and I hear, uh, was it, what's the opening line? Um, Welcome to Death Row, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I was like, how we always do about this time. Ha, ha, ha. And I'm just on this bus, and I'm like, I'm about to kill everybody in school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm shanking everybody. I don't care. Um, damn. Yeah. That was a great album. God damn. Oh, Julio might have a point. He just commented uh, Rick Rubin versus Dre. I think Dre still beats him. Rick Rubin's a good, that's a good choice. Though. Good choice, yeah. but I think Dre still beats him. Yeah. 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 Rick Rubin has that uh, rock background, though, so that'd be an interesting battle. You know? Yeah. Dre's Dre, though. I don't care. Rick Rubin predates Dre, that's for sure. By Rick- like five years, though, four years. It's not really predated. 86 to 88 is like, come on. Because yeah, Rick Rubin, could, I think he produced Foo Fighters, one of their albums, so he could do like... He could oh, do yeah, he food. does everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in fact. Yeah. yeah. So he could throw that in there. Yeah. You've seen that behind-the-scenes video when uh, Jay-Z is working with him? Mm-hmm. I love that video. I always like revisit it. You've seen it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty but have, awesome. you seen the, have you seen the Defiant ones on HBO? Yeah, of course. And Dre's like just, oh, yeah, I got these Marvin Gaye tapes, but I just got all the actual eight tracks, so like every track is separated for me. He has like the original Marvin Gaye Masters separated, the whole studio session. Right. So if he wants to sample any sound, he has it crystal clean. You're like, <laughs> yeah, that, that was such a flex. <laughs> like, if you know what yeah, it is yeah, to yeah, get yeah. that kind of clearance, yeah. you're just like, yeah. and he pulls out the, tr- the tapes and shit, and you're just like, oh, man, he's not like He's got like the Marvin Gaye songs tracked out. Right. Like, yeah, like he has the original studio session. Of, you don't understand. To even get Marvin Gaye to get cleared, let alone I'm going to get the whole shit tracked the out. The tracks. Because right? yeah, like, so, yeah. I only want the string. That's funny. <laughs> you know, it's like this stupid. That's, that's funny. He didn't spend insane. no time doing that. He just told yeah. somebody to do it. Yeah, he said, you want me to go shop at record stores and buy vinyl so I can <laughs> sample? He's like, no. no. I'll Get just fucking masters. hire Marvin Gaye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't clear this? I'll just buy his whole catalog. Yeah. It's no problem. Yeah, so. yeah. Dr. Trey's on another level, man. Yeah. Billionaire too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, man, definitely. Didn't homie almost fuck it up for him? Who? Tyrese? In what way? Uh, because he blew the Apple announcement. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He but announced it on Instagram. He's all like, see walking. He's like, see walking his shit. Yeah, on Facebook, the, the <laughs> Apple Beats deal. Oh, the, the Beats deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Apple almost pulled out because he blew it. Yeah, <laughs> damn Tyrese. Fucking Tyrese. Come man. on, man. <laughs> Go back to making Coca Cola commercials. <laughs> Baby Boy's 
a weird movie. Stop. That's a weird <laughs> Stop. movie, dog. It is a weird movie. I saw it the other day. Yeah, like it's it doesn't Stop. hold up, man. No. I was gonna say Fast and Furious because damn, Baby Boy. Was I've never seen time. one of those to comment on them. But like, You've never Baby seen Boy, one Fast and Furious. Me neither. Me neither. Oh my god. Bro. The thing about Baby Boy is when it came out, I thought. Thank it God, was, I'm not alone on that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I thought it was dope, man. Yeah. When I first saw it, you feel what I'm saying? Ving Rhames is dope in it. Oh yeah. But he's dope in everything. Snoop is amazing in it. Yeah, because Snoop is playing Snoop. Like he's just He's amazing in yeah. it though. When he kicks over the shit, he's like, Man, fuck your fort. I just <laughs> I don't know, man. There was a whole era that, of I those kind of movies. And when you rate them, like Baby Boy just doesn't clock into mm-hmm. my top ten. Not even my maybe top ten, but not top five now. It starts hella weird too. Yeah, it does start hella weird. Yeah. Yeah, that movie's weird, bro. No, yeah. I remember I watched it like once or twice and I was like, get out of here. It's not yeah. my shit. I don't know, just Menace to Society smokes it. Boys yeah. in the Hood, which is kind of a love story, smokes it. Menace to Society is yeah. kind of Juice, a love story. Juice and Menace are, are you know, 1A, yeah. 1B to me. Yeah, and then honestly, before Boys in the Hood, I got to go was Paid in one, Full. Was the one with Nino? Paid in Full is dope. Paid in Full is the most Nino slept is, uh, on. New on Jack New Jack City? City? New Jack City. Shit, yeah. I'm even going New Jack City before Boys in the Hood. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I'm not, I don't love Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood is all right. I liked it. I just don't like, you know. Is that the one with Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the movie. Respect to John Singleton. I think it's got great monologues. So, like, there's great scenes. Right. Like, but it's more like a play, I would say, like, in some, like, because of that. Well, you know, it was John Singleton's first movie. So, from what I've read, I wasn't there. You know, he was Where figuring was. it out as he went. So, like, you could see the directing style shift towards the end because uh-huh. he starts getting a rhythm. Uh-huh. Of how to go. So in the beginning, it's kind of like a little wobbly, and then uh-huh. it gets better. Um, I'm not a big fan of Cuba Gooding Jr.'s performance. I mean that respectfully, but like I'm just not. You know, like the helicopter swinging scene. And no, don't love it. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. But Ice Cube's phenomenal in the movie. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's yeah, fun. He, actually he's Ice Cube's whole crew is phenomenal. Yeah. Like that whole squad that he has. Yeah, done. you believe him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you have to, right? Like, two of those dudes are, like, really locked up now. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, one of those guys is in prison forever. One of them is dead. But, like, old dog got to be the best character in any of those movies, bro. Like Old dog Yeah, bro. I don't know. Cameron paid in full? Old dog over him for sure. Are you sure you're not looking at the marketing, though? Because, I mean, Cameron's pretty dope paid in full. He is is dope. Paid in full, man. I haven't seen that forever. That movie's dope. It's on Netflix. It's really well written. You're saying he's better than old dog? Nah, probably not. Oh, dog, I mean, nah, he's Fuck not. you say about my mama? Yeah, I don't you want You feel no, sorry for I don't who? want no smoke with Lorenz Tate. I'm sorry. Chill, <laughs> chill, chill, chill. Yeah, I don't want no smoke with Lorenz Tate. Um, yeah, I mean, Menace Society. That movie still holds up. Yeah, of course. That movie yeah. still holds up. Shout out to Samuel Juice Jackson. Still, he's in both of them. Juice still, yeah. still holds yeah. up. Samuel Jackson's yeah, in both of them, too. by the way. Yeah. Juice still He's in too. Juice and Menace. Yeah. Samuel Jackson's in everything, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, He's in Coming to America. That shit is a fucking classic. Yeah. He's the one robbing them, the McDowell's. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. I'm excited for part two of that movie, believe it or not. Oh, that's right. They're working on that. Yeah. Everybody's coming back, apparently. I saw the poster. There's a poster? Yeah. It looks fresh. Yeah? Yeah. Everybody's and back. I'm with it. I don't know. Nothing Has anything come back after being out for this long and been good? And can you name one instance? Yeah. I yeah. Don't. Top Gun's trailer. Top Gun's trailer. <laughs> Top Gun's Top trailer Gun. looks fucking amazing. So nah, whatever. Like they did uh in the redid Independence Day. That was not good. Resurgence. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see it. Like Jurassic Park was dope. Jurassic Park was okay, but it took me a while to Rogue to One, get. Star Wars coming back. Anybody happy about that? I mean, Rogue there you go. One. 
Rogue One is a, like a completely separate Star Wars movie. Is it though? Yeah. Because it goes right into it. No, I know, but it's not. It's like, nah, it doesn't fit in with anything else there. But it does. It's it literally fine. ends and starts the new How do you mean? What do you, what, what, is, what <laughs> does that mean? Like, I don't know. It's like a step above, in my opinion, as far as quality goes. You think, do you also think it's the best Star Wars movie? Yes. I do. I think so too, man. Yes. Is that a controversial thing to say? It's no, no, it doesn't why, fit why, in with any of like, the rest. I think it's better than Empire Strikes Back as, a, as a movie. All day you know long. Yeah, facts. Yeah. All day. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. 100%. No, yeah, that three for dope. three. We're rarely three for three. Yeah. I'm trying to think right now. Movies that have, they're from the 80s that have been remade now. I like the remake of Tron. That was one movie I liked. I didn't watch that. It's good. You guys Blade Runner was Blade Runner was dope. Yeah. Um, Blade Runner was dope. Yes. I like Blade Runner, the remake. Okay. That's, that's one. That's one. Because they brought it back and they continued the so story. So you're talking about remakes, good, not you know? sequels, right? You're talking about remakes. You're right. You're right. Let's make that distinction. Because remakes. No, let's let's talk about sequels because this is would be coming to America would be a sequel to a part. Yeah. So right. which one has been good since that? Like, yeah. What sequel has been good? I think when, a, they, I when think, they make it twenty years later. I think you know? Creed was a really good uh, sequel. To Creed Rocky. was Color a good of sequel. Money. Color of Money was dope, but that's uh, also like twenty years later. Yeah, twenty years later. Shit is like Wall thirty Street, years right? later. Yeah. To Wall Street. To Hustler. No, no to Hustler. Oh. It was the nineteen fifties movie that remained in the eighties. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Wall Street 2 I haven't seen Wall Street 2 That's what it was I haven't seen that With Shy Shay Yeah I mean you could talk to this guy right now All the James Bond movies Yeah Yeah but that doesn't count Because that's just like An ongoing Yeah just They just never stop You know Have they decided Who the next Bond is gonna be What are they talking about It's Daniel Craig Doesn't he have one more Oh, he's got the, well. He, he they already filmed it. Oh, yeah, 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 they yeah. didn't put it out. That's right. They haven't put it out because of the quarantine. Yeah, because yeah, just give Idris Elba the job, dog. I'm with it. Yeah, why not? Like, give him a shot. But here's the thing: they're looking for longevity. Idris Elba's already in his fifties, bro. Yeah, like usually, when a bond, when a guy takes the part, he's in his thirty. He's in his thirties, and he goes to his fifties. You get what I'm saying? Nah, look at. Uh, so you need a British guy? Give it to Tom Hardy. Thanks. I'll just shut up. Tom Hardy. I'm not mad at Tom Hardy. That's not a bad choice. I'm not mad at Tom yeah. Hardy. Yeah. He's in his 40s, but I'm taking it. I yeah. fuck with that. No, nah, man. Uh, what's his face? Tom Hardy face was fuck old you as up. hell. <laughs> uh, Who? Doug, uh, Sean Connery. He started when he was young. No, not. The, oh, yeah, he did. Sorry, when yeah, he was go young, look yeah. at Dr. No, bro. Yeah, Sean Connery yeah. hasn't been old since yeah. like the How 80s. long was he gone? <laughs> the 60s. He's pictured like <laughs> untouchables, Sean, Sean Connery. Sean Connery back is not Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman has been <laughs> old right. since like 1980. Since he was a baby, <laughs> yeah. Since he was a newborn fucking baby, God. I'm from Boston, can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> now they, all, they start like fairly young, right. and then they kind of grow old with the part. I don't know. I think Idris Elba, he's like young at heart. He's a DJ and shit. He's a musician. He, he could do it. it. Like yeah. He'd be a great Bond. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But he's got like, what, three three of them? Give it to John Boyega. He'd be cool. Actually, you know who's also a good Bond? Is the kid from The Kingsman. Yeah, but he's, he's Kingsman already, is too similar. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, too it's similar. Give it to that guy, Oscar, what's his name? Uh, Oscar Isaac? Yeah, Oscar Isaac. He's American. He's, he's American, not British. bro. You got to yeah. give it to a British guy. It's got to be a British guy? Yeah. You have to, though. All right. Yeah. Um, I always wanted Clive Owen. Yeah, but he's old. He's old shit. now. I'm saying, yeah. like back in the day, like I wanted Clive Owen to get it. Yeah, I, I was let down I mean. by Peter Brosnan. P- what? Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Who's Peter Brosnan? Yeah, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Sorry. That's Pierce's brother. Yeah, Pierce's brother. <laughs> I was let down because I thought I should have had it, and then Pierce took it. <laughs> uh, nah, I was let down by Pierce Brosnan. He was my least favorite Bond era the for sure. Worst. Yeah. yeah, but it's not so much his fault. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's like the scripts, but he fucking hammed it up too, he, man. He's a smirky. Yeah, but he's a good ass actor, though. Yeah. That's the thing. Pierce is great, so it's like, is he? Yeah. I What's think. he been great in? Ghost Rider. Yeah, that movie's dope. He took that one from me quick, fast. Because yeah. Shadi was gonna talk me, and then he just went, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> say something else. Say something else, man. Ghost say Rider, something huh? else about Pierce. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. I don't think like great actor. I'm sure he's. I was just saying, he's not a great. He's just got the great look of Bond. Like you look at him. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he looks like he would be James Bond. Yeah. He looks yeah. like he could play Bond. But he's Lazenby looks the least like a Bond, in my opinion. You think so? Yeah, he looks more like a. He works at a like he would have been one of the henchmen or something. Is Daniel Craig the goat? But wait, Lazenby wasn't even an actor. Like when you think about it, like that, Lazenby was the goat because that guy wasn't even an actor. He was a male model. That guy went and fucking met. Uh, Cubby Broccoli, the producer. But before he did that, he went to Sean Connery's barber, mm-hmm. got the same haircut as Sean Connery. He went to Sean Connery's tailor and got his suit tailored just like Sean Connery. Right? Swag. Swag. Went and, went and fucking met up with uh, uh, Cubby Broccoli, the producer of the Bond film, because he had uh-huh. seen him like in a commercial or some shit, but he was, an, he was a model, not an actor. And he fucking lied about a bunch of foreign films that he had been in. Yeah, I starred in this movie in Italy and this movie in France <laughs> and talked the guy into giving him the fucking James Bond, the most coveted uh, part in Hollywood. Dude, we, went on, we went over an hour, guy, because you just got killed out. That's amazing, man. Oh, no, I'm back in. Right. Back in. That's the GOAT for sure. Nope. Yeah, he's got to be the GOAT, man. Yeah. He's got to be the GOAT. For me, it's Daniel Craig. You know, I, I've, like, again, I've been. Over Roger Moore, though? Yeah. No, my guy is Tim Dalton. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dash's Clay hates when I say that shit, but Timothy Dalton is my guy. But he only did two movies, so like, he doesn't really have a conversation. He doesn't. He doesn't really have a stake in the goat conversation because of that. You know what I mean? Nah, he was dope in those two movies, man. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, to me, he's the precursor for Daniel yeah. Craig. Like, if you're a Daniel Craig guy, you gotta respect Timothy Dalton because yeah. Timothy Dalton did the same shit Daniel Craig is doing right. when nobody wanted that shit. For me, it's Craig. Dalton Connery. Mm. Mm. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Not bad. I'm Connery's not mad up at there for me yeah. too, though. Connery's yeah. of course. Yeah. Of course. I love Roger Moore too, bro. Yeah. I just take it for what he is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he came up in that 60s, 70s era when like camp was cool. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. so like that's just what he did. Batman like, was breaking into dance and shit. Like, right. Yeah. Batman yeah. was out here pow zam zoom and dancing and shit. Like uh, you know what I'm saying? Like James Bond was a fucking fool. <sighs> the good <too>. old days. <laughs> There's Bond. one movie where like uh, James Bond was Austin Powers Like he literally was Bro There's <laughs> one movie Where he's like Undercover in disguise Literally as a clown Wow He's like painted Like a clown bro And I'm just like Wow uh, bro Like Well it's funny Because movies back then And taste wise Now just don't resonate mm-hmm. Sometimes You know like I was watching with my kid The Lost Boys Right Fucking dope movie Joel yeah. Schumacher mm-hmm. Richard Donner R.I.P. By, by the way man to who? Schumacher He just died right Just oh, died really? Yeah yeah Damn. Rest in peace Yeah but you know R. Richard R. Donner produced it I don't know if you know that Did he? Yeah Richard Donner produced it Joel Schumacher made it And you watch it And it's still iconic as fuck And I know why they keep Trying to remake it I know why Because it's really A good story Right mm-hmm. But you look at some of the things That happened back in the 80s You would never do that right now you know, like the guy, the big buff guy with the fat saxophone playing and some of the shots. And, and the styles just change in yeah. cinema. You yeah. know, like yeah. everything changes. You know, now movies are starting to look like, I mean, Netflix right now and Amazon Prime and all these guys on the, the, the direct-to-consumer uh, market, they're making TV shows look better than movies. Yeah, yeah man. Some of these looks shows like a Chris Nolan movie incredible. and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so yeah. pacing is also very different. 
Very different. That's maybe the main difference. The audience isn't as stupid, but at the same time, the audience wants everything right now. They want everything right now. They don't want to wait for shit. That's that's my problem with movies now. It's like everything is just thrown at you and... You know, I have conversations with people all the time. It's like, bro, it took forever to get going. I'm like, but how do you even know you care about these people? Exactly. exactly. Like, you don't even get to know the characters. You just want shit to blow up and people to get blown exactly. away. And you yeah. develop no kind of relationship or character building with these people. I, I don't get it. I yeah. picture them in these writing rooms like, that doesn't even make sense. doesn't matter. We'll move on to the next thing. They will, you know, we'll lose them. Like, mm -hmm. we'll keep going. You know what I mean? Because that's what the movie feels like. It's like... Like they just something they radical happens because for me I watch a lot of comedy you know what I mean a lot, a lot of action yeah so that's I think the genre that's the two genres that suffer the worst from the the poor writing you know what I mean like because the drama at least is trying to be something you know what I mean mm -hmm. like um, but, but there's some action that is really well written yeah definitely but there's also a lot of people that are like oh action is easy to write so they like right right they right, try right. it I get what you're saying yeah. they just want to blow things up right and right it's made like and it's lazy sometimes you know. Uh, good action, like a Nolan movie for me is like probably what I consider good action. You know? Not probably, definitely. But Which What's the best action movie of all time? Is it Die Hard? It's Die Hard for sure. I'm equipped. Die Hard, man. I've tried to watch it recently and it's great. You know what I mean? But like, is it still the number one action movie? 100% is the best script ever written. What are you talking about? Stop playing. Script wise, <laughs> script wise, script wise, it's great. Yeah, yeah. it's great. You guys um, seen how they made it, like uh, on Netflix? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. No, Die Hard's incredible, dude. Yeah. I think mine is Terminator <laughs> He's 2. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Die Hard's incredible. Stop talking shit. Yeah, I think it's true. <laughs> I think mine is T2, bro. T2 is like a sci-fi action, though. It's, it's an action sort of, movie, uh, Yeah, dog. it's got Schwarzenegger. It's an action yeah, movie, dog. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. I don't know. Mad action happens in that movie. Like, have, it's got big action set pieces. I have, it's, I mean, so for that, I might go Tropic Thunder. Wow. Over T2? Bro, I mean, up there, like in my top five action flicks, like Tropic Thunder is fucking hilarious. It's action comedy. Things blow up. Things, people die. They get their shit blown up. The script is no, super smart. No, I'm not, I'm not taking away from it being an action movie. What yeah. about Time I'm Cop? I'm saying it ain't T2. <laughs> time Cop? Yeah. Nobody ever talks about Time Cop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, there's a bunch of action movies. I feel like Eddie Angel nah, would you, agree you, with you. you, you, might, right? you might, no, you might be right, though. Like, T2 might be the greatest action movie of all time. For it's sure. like, it's the first, like, but Die Hard. Real action blockbuster that I can remember. No, for sure. But Die well, no, Die Hard's before that. But what do you yeah, mean? Yeah, but Die Hard wasn't a either. blockbuster the way T2 was, bro. No, okay, I'll give you that. But what I'm trying to explain to you is Die Hard blew up after the fact. The reason, shit, the reason you know why I mean? I like it's Interstellar Hard, an action movie? No. No. Not no. even close. It's, it's a sci-fi movie. That's a sci-fi like drama, you know what I mean? Yeah, but what uh, did you ever watch it yet? No. It? Uh, um, no, it's really good. Um, the thing with Die Hard, it was the first time you saw an action star that you can really relate to. Yeah. Right. Because you know, it, it wasn't like a it big wasn't muscular. Schwarzenegger right. or Stallone. You know, yeah. it was one of these like huge predator. guys. Or like yeah. a martial arts expert. Predator, yeah. as a personal favorite, I don't think it's the best one, might be my favorite. Like, what about Indiana? That's how I feel about Commando. It's my biggest guilty pleasure. That's how predator. I feel about Commando. Command I love Warrior. Commando. Yo, though. Predator is so dope. <laughs> what about Indiana Jones, yo? That's those are action-adventure movie. movies. Yeah, yeah, action yeah adventure those are action-adventure for sure. That counts. That, those are good. Like, uh, The Temple of Doom, Like, I probably watched that movie, like, I don't know, 150 times. I like Raiders. Times. I think Raiders. Raiders are yeah. Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah. It's actually on Netflix now, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched it on yeah. Netflix, like, pretty and, recently. And that's like a, a good trilogy, ago. too. It like, is. Yeah. And yeah. they fucking ruined it. Yeah, they ruined and it. And they fucking ruined they it, They destroyed it with it. Did you watch the Spielberg doc of how he even got those movies? Um... 
No, I didn't see the doc. No. Oh, uh, he talks about it that he wanted to get a Bond movie really bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard this. Yeah, and yeah, and, yeah, he, yeah. and he fucking flopped with uh with with broccoli. Huh? No, he flopped on a movie. Uh, was it War of the Worlds? Was the second movie after Jaws, whatever that was. He just, oh, okay, okay, okay. Fucking no, it wasn't World of Worlds. It was uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. He, mm. he just flopped. That movie's dope. Yeah, but it flopped at the theater, and mm. people don't care how good the movie is. Right. Does it make money or not? You know, so it's a classic now, though. I think people fl- revere it now. Well, it flopped, and they weren't giving him Bond. Right. So you know, shout out to uh, Mr. Lucas over here. He comes over, is like, hey, I got this Indiana Jones stuff. Mm. Might want make to your take, own bond. Make yeah. your own bond, but you can't come over budget. You got to shoot this smart indie, twenty million dollars. That's all you got. Don't come in over budget. Don't don't take extra days. You can make this happen. By the way, you got to do all three. By the way, you can't just do one. That's the deal. How and important? He, and he took it like, fine. I guess I need something to do, so I'll do it. <laughs> not knowing what he was doing, you know, and then knowing what he was doing, but not knowing how big it was going to be, yeah. you know, yeah. and then you know, biggest trilogy of the eighties, arguably. How important Ooh. is the score? Arguably, I said one of the biggest, Ooh. one of the biggest shows of the eighties. Go ahead. How important is that? Dun, 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 dun. Like, how important is that to the movie? Very, very, yeah, like very. really important. Is that right? John Williams? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah John Williams. You ever seen Jaws? Anything he touched yeah. back then. You ever seen Jaws? Yes. How many times did you see the shark? Like once. How many times did you hear that sound? A bunch. Yeah, that's how important it is. Yeah. yeah. Because when that sound triggers the fear in you, right. it's not the, yeah, the yeah. image of the shark. That, uh, it's actually not knowing where the fish is that scares you right. versus it's a classic horror film mistake, right? When they show you the threat, you're mm-hmm. not scared. Mm-hmm. You don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. You're more tensed and freaked out about mm-hmm. it. Right. Yeah. So, and the only reason that happens, by the way, is that the shark didn't work. I don't know if you know that. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, the shark fucking broke down, so they had to figure out how to shoot it without the shark working. It's called a happy accident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they created a whole new genre, right? Because yeah. yeah. I think that was like the first type of movie like that, right? Of its kind, like that suspense. I mean, obviously Hitchcock and all that, but that like animal attack, suspense thriller. Yeah. You mean like yeah. with well, Hitchcock animals? did with the animals. birds. Yeah, the yeah. birds, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Same shit. All right. Cool. I'm Same concept. You know. Yeah. yeah. But you see the birds. You see the birds. Right. 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 I like the arachnophobia. You guys don't know about that. I actually know Come about on, that movie. Son. <laughs> really? I actually know about I that. I remember movie. when like the commercials playing for <laughs> yeah. that movie. I actually know about that movie. Beetlejuice was a dope movie. Man. Beetlejuice is great. Yeah. What does Beetlejuice have to do with this? I don't movie? understand. Not? It's not I an action movie. Just it's just a dope movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, uh, we're just sure. going back into the eighties. Yeah. Back to the future. Got it. Yeah. Back to the conversation is over. Back to the future. Mic drop. Bye. That's the greatest trilogy of the eighties. That's what I just said. Trilogy though, part three. Mm. Yes. Come on, son. Tell uh, me you don't like fucking Mad Dog Tannen. Nah, nah. I fuck with part three. You miss me with part three, bro. I fuck with part I three. Fuck with part three, yeah, dog. For sure. You can miss me completely. With Doc part finds three. love, bro. If they remake yeah. that movie, I'm, Clara I'm, Barton, I'm just Ravine. I'm done with life. There's certain <laughs> movies that should not be remade. Oh no! Back to the Future in general. Yeah. No, no, no. I would be curious to see what they do. Would man, you be I'm curious sorry. for two hundred million two two hundred million dollars? It'll cost you to do it. Two hundred million. Two hundred million without marketing to make that movie. If you w- were the investor, no. Yes, I would, for sure. Back to the Future remake. <sighs> nah, too many kids. Yo, you'd be surprised with the kids. All right, how popular Back to the Future is. No, it's a cult classic. Like um, they have no, but I'm t- saying like little kids to this day, right. Love Back to the Future. Really? No, yeah, my daughter loved it at six. She still loves it. They'll play it really? at theaters. They'll play it at theaters, and people will go dressed up. It's like a cult classic. You yeah. know what I mean, and people are passing it on to their children for sure. You know. Yeah. But, you know, everything's going to get remade, especially if it's that, you know, good. Like my daughter even told me they better never remake the Goonies. Right. I'm like, word. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, don't fuck that up. Like, don't do this. You know? Yeah. Well, back to the future, the, the director won't let it happen. He's been approached multiple times. He's yeah, like, this right. movie doesn't need to be remade. Yeah. So, like, they'll wait till he dies. Yeah, he's going to die though, eventually. Yeah, he's going to die and then they'll yeah. remake it. That's what people Next do. year it'll come out. Yeah. yeah. But you know why they remake these movies? Because they think it's going to work again? No, okay, so there's a science behind it, right? They, when movies went straight to DVD, and then they went straight to online, and they went straight to retail that you could video purchase, right? Mm -hmm. They realized movies like Back to the Future and Jurassic Park and The Goonies and all your favorite flicks. People kept buying the physical product of them. Mm -hmm. But they weren't buying the physical product of whatever else you want to think of, like, in the 90s. They weren't buying, like, Terminator 2, people were still buying Terminator 2. Like, they would still right. go get the DVD right. or a Laserdisc or a Blu-ray or whatever. tape, yeah. They would still buy it. Mm -hmm. Even though they didn't have to, they could just order it on demand. No, they'd still go, they wanted the physical copy of that. Mm -hmm. So when they started doing a tracking of that, they realized, yo, we should just remake these movies because if they're that good and people still buy them, they'll want to reinvest and either see a sequel to it. Right, 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 right. Continue the universe. Or we'll just remake it flat it's out. It's fucking market research. Yeah. And that's what that's my problem with these movies. Though, yeah. is They're that not the making it because you love it. They're making it because it sells. Right. right. Yeah. That's yeah. my problem with these movies. And that's why movies have lost that spark, bro. Because it's not about like a dope idea or inspiration anymore. It's about like, oh, let's try to replicate this success that we had back in the 80s and 90s. Right. You know? yeah. But then you have like a movie like Total Recall, right? Where like they redid it, but it's like nothing like the original at all. Like. You know, like yeah, but it's got the brand name. It's not about it being. It it's matter. about getting the butts to the seats. Right. Dog. I went to see it because it's Total Recall. Right. You yeah. Know what I'm exactly. Like, so mission accompanied. Right. They yeah. don't care if you like it. No, I know. What I'm saying is like they're trying to make it work again. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. of course. When, like, especially when they change it a lot, like they did Total Recall, or like they. Did but you look at like Jurassic Park. They did Jurassic Park really smart. Mm. They still got uh, what's dude's name? Um, Dude from. Um, Tall guy right now. Oh, drawing a blink on Andy guy. from Parks and Rec. Yeah. No, exactly. no, no. But I was saying the tall scientist guy. Like, oh, why am I drawing a blink? Jeff blanket? Goldblum. Joe, yeah, they still got Jeff oh, yeah, Goldblum. Oh, yeah, they got Goldblum. Back. Yeah, yeah. They gave you little knickknacks. They gave you little knickknacks of like the old world. Like they brought out the Jeeps mm -hmm, and they mm -hmm, put the Jeeps, mm -hmm. but the Jeeps were like decaying and they were still like mm -hmm. fucking around. Those yeah, like, that's dope. They did that movie really smart that I was like, yo, this works. But that was a sequel, though, kind of. Sort of, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But it's like a sequel slash remake. It's right. like yeah. reintroducing the world, new characters, all yeah, that. New kids, yeah. yeah, and it's dope. Sure but if you watch e. Jurassic Park one, it still holds up. Like it's still ill. Yeah. They should redo the Godfather trilogy. You should stop talking, bro. They should redo ET. <laughs> get let's get to the segment, man. We got a segment. We today. got a segment today. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna shut me up like that? Please, <laughs> please. Wow, I was about to walk on this. I was like, what do you say? Remake The Godfather? Yeah. The greatest film of all time? Wait, oh, wait a second. Maybe then I'd watch it. Let's get to this new Yo, what's up, guys? It's Alex here with The Do Company, live from Topsoil Island in North Carolina. Right here, it's a beautiful beach day. Yeah, so just wanted to send out a video message out to all the sushi fans. All the Do fans, all the Cypher fans, everybody. Um, you gotta do you, it's a, it's a crazy time with this whole pandemic thing. And my message is to keep, your, keep grounded, stay grounded, and, and you know, keep yourself in mind, and take care of yourself, man. You know, de-stress, 
get out into the open. Very important. Get out into the open like I'm doing with my family. Here comes a little guy. Say hi, AJ. Hi. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, back to our favorite sushis now. Take care. De-stress. Do you. Peace. Yes, sir. I see, de-stress, man. <laughs> I like that, man. I like the positive messaging, you know? Yeah, man. Alex, what's up, man? That was amazing. Yeah, word up, man. Thanks Shout for out the to the Zoo company. Shout out to those Vibes. little guys. Little guys cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was that a surfboard he was holding? I, it was a boogie board. Mm. I think it was a mattress. Or a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on the sidewalk. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> like pad, like a chair pad. <laughs> I remember one time, um, some, <laughs> I don't know why you just reminded me of this. When I was living in New York, uh, somebody was moving their couch but uh -huh. they were doing it on the subway and shit and they put the couch down and people like came and sat down on it and shit. <laughs> you know the subway is like it's to New find York, a place yeah. to seat yeah, yeah like dope there you're go, like man. yeah fuck it i'm sitting down bro i don't know about you that's a perfect <laughs> new york story man. yeah like that yeah. describes new york to a t perfectly dude. shit has a lazy boy this is dope <laughs> <laughs> fuck that people are fighting for that chair yeah. nah, i want the couch nigga. i want the recliner side I want the sofa dog <laughs> yeah. you could do that on the metro rail no one would sit down man yeah, because of Metro Rails, it's not like you're fighting for a seat, right? You know, yeah, New York's Same. different. Yeah, yeah, New York is like, bro, that's how I, most people. I believe even if the train was completely open, people would be like, "Yo, I'm sitting on the I couch." I want the couch, of New course. York. Yeah, you put it there. I'm gonna sit there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm it was in, sit there. It was in the train. Yeah, that's awesome. In the train. That's incredible. <laughs> it's a fucking. You imagine you hit your spot. He's like, guys, I gotta get the couch out. And he's like, fuck that. I'm nah, comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man, that's hilarious. Bro. Yeah, man, New York is a. Uh, crazy place so very important man what what's up with this with this vma shit man like you're yes. you're nominated yes. officially right Correct. the, the yeah. machine gun kelly video mm -hmm. i voted thanks what can people what can people do you can vote? vote every day okay. um sometimes it's 20 times sometimes it's 10 times okay, okay. depending on how mtv wants to work it yeah yeah you go to mtv.com um there'll be a little a little forward button if you want to vote for the vmas you just click over there. You go to the best alternative category. That's where I'm nominated for best alternative video. And just put your vote in for Machine Gun Kelly, Bloody Valentine, man, and help bring it home to Miami. Yeah. Give him the applause. Talk to Give him the applause, man. I saying, dropping the first hell four bombs. bombs. Yeah. The first four bombs ever. And, um,. Yellow you man. know, I'm just I'm just really happy. Like as a kid who grew up, like we just had this conversation. You're watching, you know. I used to wake up early Saturday morning mm -hmm. and watch you on TV raps, and then go to sleep, you know, watching Headbangers Ball on Friday night and yeah. shit. And just yeah. like I was an MTV a kid, Matt Penfield. Yeah. So I, yeah, exactly. So I was just an MTV guy, mm -hmm. you know, and that's my childhood. So getting nominated for a VMA is amazing, man. Pretty like, fucking cool, dude. You I, know, and thank God it was with an artist like Machine Gun Kelly. That's like. A fucking cool artist you know yeah, so i'm yeah, really happy yeah. about that it's well learned man i mean aside from the body of work that video specifically is dope as hell you know the concept is dope um it's beautifully shot it's thank like, you like yeah no it's vibrant shout out to maz makani yeah. one of the most iconic music video cinematographers in history shot that video word it came out gorgeous man and like definitely i i'm probably gonna get you disqualified because i'm voting from different accounts and shit like yeah, i'm logging same. on a different <laughs> it's all good different, same, different same. passwords and thank shit. you bro i appreciate it i got it. three <laughs> different laptops in my house they're bro. gonna be like yo yeah, this so. guy's got a fucking click farm he's just, somewhere he's just like <laughs> mining bitcoin and votes at the same time right. yeah. Yeah, um, 
Nah, yeah, but we're 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 all really excited. It's the first time Machine Gun Kelly's been nominated too. Well, so. it's also you're the third uh, music video director from Miami to ever be nominated. Right? Ever in it, in its inception. Ever give him ever. A more bombs. Mm-hmm. More bombs. You know, shout out to David Rousseau who's been nominated and Gil Green. Gil Green's the only one who's ever won. So drop a bomb for Gil Green. Too. Yeah, yeah, Gil's my dog. So like, you know, if I if I bring this home and win it, you know, I'll be the number two guy to ever. Great company, yeah. great company to be in, man. Love it, sure. man. Love yeah, that shit. Yeah, no, I think everybody in the entire city of Miami is rooting for you, man. We heard the spot on uh, Power ninety six, like. Everybody, man. Everybody's rooting for you. So. I, yeah, hopefully, you know, and I, and I appreciate it, and I hope it translates into votes, guys. Yeah, you know, man. As much Go as I, vote, guys. I don't, don't want to sound like a dick, but, like, I really do appreciate all the thank yous, and I appreciate all the love, but, like... That's all you got to say. Listen, but man. But show guys, me the guys, love in now the, is the time. <laughs> now yeah. is the time, yeah, guys. Show Go me the vote. love in votes. Tell people to vote on your Instagram, but, like, yeah. actually do it. You it know literally right, takes right, right. five seconds. You know what I mean? You Every vote counts. Show them love. Like, now is the time you guys say, oh, man, anytime I could do something for you, blah, 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 let me know. Yeah, this is it. We're letting you guys know right now, you know, like. MTV.com, right? MTV.com. Actually, look, if you don't know where to go, go to my Instagram page, at Garcia's World. And it's like it's like my OnlyFans page right now. I have the shit link in the bio. You know what, I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just click the link. It's in the bio. I've never taken my own website out of my own bio. That's how important it is for people to just know Word. where to go, vote. Word. You know, me, Kells, Megan Fox, Mich- uh, Maz Makani, everybody, Vinny Hobbs, the editor, Dave Hussey, the colorist, um, everybody who worked on this video really worked. Ju- uh, Bruno and Sherry, my partners, Battelle, my L.A. producer also, um, everybody just busted their ass on this video to make this video happen, and um, we're all really proud of it. And it came out really fucking good. Came so, out beautiful, man. Yeah, came so. out beautiful, beautiful, man. Yeah, so. yeah, let's bring this one home, guys. We are telling you this is the thing to do. Go vote. Go to MTV.com. Vote there. Go to at Garcia's World. Click on the link in the bio. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The retweets are cool. The reposts are cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Instagram shares are cool, but like really where it counts Voting. is in the votes, man. Yeah. Let's let's get out there this and the support o- one of our own. Only thing know? I'll ever encourage you to vote for is this, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Let's it not must get be into important. that. Yeah, let's, I'll, let's I'll, not I'll make you guys it. a deal. Sorry, like, <laughs> if we do get it, once I get the moon, man, I'm going to bring it to the Human Sushi podcast. Oh, yeah. Sit it right here. All the bombs, bro. All the bombs. Because honestly... Honestly, like if I get that moon man, somebody taking it out of my hands for the first like two weeks is gonna be hard. Yeah, you're gonna be sleeping <laughs> with it in the bed. Yeah, wifey's gonna be jealous. I'm gonna be like, it should have its own Instagram account. <laughs> Yo, have it like doing a bunch of different yeah, shit. Oh, I'm gonna do that shit. Mike's moon man. <laughs> Yo, you heard it here first. You heard it here put it, first. Put it on a chain. Just wear it. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, just wear it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yo, for real, ice that bitch out. Yeah, fast. Yeah, take it to Jacobs, son. Yeah, no, I'm bringing it here for sure. And, um, yeah, no, I mean, look, man, hopefully we get it. You know, I'm, I'm really excited, and uh, I'll be fronting if I try to play it cool. So I appreciate you guys, like, letting me on to tell people, like, where to go. For sure, of course, it's man. The honor yeah. is ours, man, definitely. Sure. And uh, no matter what, man, you know, you, you keep doing what you're doing, man. Like, yeah. it's amazing. Your work is amazing. And, like, honestly, seeing it progress from the time when you were doing music to now and seeing your work, like, I'm blown away. Every time you put out something new, I'm blown away. Yeah. By, like, just... The artistry of it, the coloring, like everything, you know, like just the professionalism of it. So, look, if there's one last note I could leave it on for anybody who's an aspiring filmmaker Please. coming up in Miami right now. 
Um, I made this tweet, and it's like Eddie Angel actually made the tweet, and then I saw it and I retweeted it. But I started doing this 10 years ago with a little cheap Canon 7D and two cheap little lights. Mm-hmm. And I was making videos for local bands, and Shoddy was one of the guys that was, you know, victim of my practice and, and trying. The actual, what we did was dope because Shoddy's pretty creative. You we guys a good, did a dope video, yeah. Yeah, but. Couple, couple. Yeah, a couple with of the them, convertible, yeah. right? Yeah, I that, that was one of my favorites with Mary Jane. The shoes on the side. We, the I, other one is my favorite. Yeah. And the I, the be everywhere. Shot? The one with the kid. The one where you get shot? No, the one where uh, it's like yes. the three different stages of my life. Oh, that, yeah, was, that was that to dope. me was the yeah. was the doper one yeah. out of the two. Yeah. And um, but either way, you know, I started with nothing, just a dream, and um, you know, I went to film school for a year. I learned how to edit, learned how to script structure, and took directing one. I think that was all I ever took in film school. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mm-hmm. didn't have the money, had to get a job, and I got a Canon 7D instead of a Raise. Right. I told my boss to buy me a 7D and had two little lights, and that's all I had. And, you know, 10 years later, I'm nominated for a VMA. So just, like, keep going, stick to your goals, stick to your guns, and if anybody ever needs any advice, you know, hit up my Instagram. Shot will be the first one to tell you, like, I don't hate. I want everybody to win. So Word, Beautiful, man. man. It's a beautiful sentiment. Gems, more bombs, please, for this sentiment. <laughs> Garcia's Garcia's world is the Instagram, right? Correct. At Garcia's world, yeah. At Garcia's world, yeah. Word, yeah. man. Go vote, Word. man. I'm gonna go vote right now. As soon as we get off of this thing. Yo, I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I thought what's the dopest album in 1991? I thought you was giving me the dopest <laughs> album of 1991. I told you, Cypress Hill. All right, there you go. Cool, Cypress Hill. I'll do you one better, Pearl Jam. I'll do you one better. Uh, use your illusions too, Guns N' Roses. There you go. Ooh. There you go. That know. was 91. You're right. There you go. That was 91. I was 11. For and the me, dopest it, movie of that year was Terminator 2. Facts. Holler if you hear me. For me, it was probably Kid and Play, a soundtrack to Class Act. And on that note. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know what? Shout out to Class Act, though. It yeah. doesn't get as much love as House Party, but Class Act was fucking <laughs> Class Act was class, dope. Duncan Pender Class Hughes. Act was a yeah. class act of a movie. That was classic. Duncan bro. Pender Hughes. <laughs> uh, where can they reach us, fam? They can reach us uh, on the internet, www.humansushibar.com. New website's coming soon, guys. We're revamping it, so keep an eye out for that. And uh, at Human Sushi Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Hit us up on there and YouTube as well. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the YouTube. Yes. Just like Mike is asking for the votes, nah, we're nah. asking. We need the subscriptions, guys. Yeah. You, you know, know I'm, I'm willing to give up our our subscriptions this week for votes and stuff. Yeah, votes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know yeah. what? If, yeah. if you're going on the internet only once this week, yeah. vote for Mike's. Yeah. Uh, vote if you're for going Mike's in video. Twice, then subscribe. Sure. Then know? subscribe. You, you yeah. Do both, bro. Yeah, yeah, nah. Do both. It takes two seconds to do both. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying, like, uh, but we might be asking a lot. You know what I mean? So vote, vote for the. I don't know. I subscribed in four seconds to your. YouTube, it's just like I was like, who, who subscribe? Listen, Listen. If it's one or the other, that's how important this is. What we're trying to say. The okay. problem is you're using logic. <laughs> Got that's, it. That's <laughs> the problem. Yeah. One yeah. logic point deducted yeah. from Got you. It. Sorry, take number one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah, now nah, hit us up, man. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, show love to Mike with the video. Uh, thanks to everybody that's been listening. Shout out to the Do Company. Shout yeah, out to Sauce Motherfucking King. Sauce King got as saucy as fuck. Shout out gotta to the, throw them up for sure. Yes, sir. What the fuck were we smoking that's today? That's how much we smoked. We <laughs> juicy fruit again. Forty yeah. percent cannabis, thirty five percent keef, twenty five percent wax. OG. Plus Jesus we threw that keef. We threw that keef in that bitch. And and the homie told me he's coming through with some <laughs> some other shit mm. next week. So other other yeah. shit. Is, next, is this Mr. Joe? Yes, it's Mr. Joe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> El Huracan. Oh man, yeah, that man. guy's that guy's gonna he's gonna look, kill whatever's left of my brain, which is not a lot. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's his fault. Sauce Kings. Sauce Kings. Sauce Kings. Three hundred five on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and with that said, 
We yeah. out of here. Yo, Mike, thanks for coming through, brother. Thank you, brother. Peace, y'all. Peace, man. Yeah.